Put your trust in God, for I will yet give thanks to him who is the help of my countenance and is my God. In the name of the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. There is something about sacred spaces that beckon one's heart and soul to them. This notion of what it means to be called home. Might you have a place like that? And with that, I also believe there must be an awareness and an attunement in a person in order to answer that call. For me, it is a reminder that we aren't moving through life alone or without purpose, but in fact, we are part of a grander story. We are part of the narrative that God is writing, and God is always in the business of calling his creation unto himself. That's just how a relational God works. On days such as this in the church, I am deeply aware of this, a day in which we remember those who are saints, those who have lived extraordinary lives of faith, and also those new saints who want to be a part of the life of God. And this morning, we have Ethan, who is all of eight years old, and we have Sydney, a soon-to-be college graduate. And I must also say to Ethan and Sydney, there is a church family who waits on bated breath with the opportunity to help raise you up, to help reflect what it means to live a life of devotion to God and the spiritual path. There are many pilgrims on this sacred pilgrimage right now, and we do it together as a family. You see, that is just one of quite a few great thrills about baptism. We don't enter it alone. It should never be entered alone. There is an entire host of support, a village, as one of our dear members, Jolene Gilmet, likes to say, an entire village who enter into this covenant together. In many ways, it's communion and it's pure gift and grace. That is why in the Episcopal Church, baptisms are celebrated during Mass not behind closed doors with only a priest or only with family. Instead, baptisms are celebrated in front of the entire body of Christ so that everyone can take part and enjoin in the pleasure of witnessing bringing God's children into the fold of God, no matter how young or how old you are. And today... I hope your breath was taken away upon looking at what the church looks like this morning. It is Grace's observation 
of All Saints Day, a day in which we remember those saints who have come before us and will come after us and who are present among us in the life of faith. A saint is one who has modeled a life of devotion to God so that we can be more like them. All Saints Day is one in which we never lose sight of what it means to choose God over all other things in life. That is what the saints have done and is what they do for us. Simply, they remind us there is a higher calling in life to ascribe to. And as our baptismal covenant reminds us, only with God's help are we able. All Saints Day reminds us that every single time we worship, every time you walk through those red front doors, we are indeed surrounded by a whole host of people known as the communion of saints. Those who have come before us, our spiritual mothers and fathers in the life of faith. Perhaps you have a particular saint that you feel close to or call upon, one in which you try to emulate and be like. Those that we can call to mind in times of duress or times of joy. And it is their pleasure of being in the pure light and grace of God for all time and eternity, something we also should aspire to be. And as we approach, approach the communion rail and partake in the Eucharistic feast, we know that the entire host of heavenly beings feast with us as well because they are always with us, surrounding us, comforting us. And how fitting on a day like today, we do in fact celebrate the saints, the one day a year in which there is a feast day set aside to remember those who have lived lives worthy of remembrance. And it is also the time to call upon those who have been saints in our own lives. Maybe you have a roll call of those people in your mind right now. I certainly do. Those who we've done life with, those who have made our lives better because they have walked with us supported and encouraged us. They are indeed our living saints among us because they recognize this life is not a life that we should walk alone by ourselves. And to Ethan and Sydney, today is your baptism day. It is your day to be publicly welcomed as the church's newest saints. I bet you didn't realize you'd be called a saint today, did you? But you are, you are our newest saints. 
And we welcome you into the family of God to call to mind that we are a church that does indeed believe in the power of resurrection. Where there is death, guess what, y'all? There is always life on the other side of it. The juxtaposition of those who have died along with those, Ethan and Sydney, who are starting their life of faith today doesn't fall light on me. And as our gospel reminds us and as we partake in holy baptism, let us be mindful of Jesus's words, the greatest among you will be your servant and all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and all who humble themselves will be exalted. Your baptism day is the tantamount expression of what it means to humble yourself in faith. You are dying to yourself so that you too might be raised to new, lo new life in Christ. So Ethan, I want you to look at me, because I'm going to talk to you. In all of your eight years, that's a lot, I know, you have an entire life of faith in front of you. Your parents came to grace not even a year ago, and you have sat in the pews with them patiently, taking in this new way of doing church. I've watched you. You've been touched by God in your time at Grace. So much so, you went to your mom and you said, Mom, I want to be baptized. And even though the full extent of that isn't known by your parents or by you yet, you trust. You trust like a little child, like Jesus tells us to do. And you accept this free gift. And you choose this day to be a follower of a man named Jesus. In all your eight years, you decided to do that, Ethan. And your priest is very proud of you. And Sydney. You found your way to grace by watching services online while away at college. And knowing you would be graduating and coming back to Alvin. So you courageously, one Sunday, made your way to grace by yourself and attended services. That would be the concise way to say it, the easy way to say it, Sydney. And yes, that is most certainly true. But to me, it seems you're stepping into a larger story in which you are beginning to claim your faith as your own. There seems to be a sense of God calling you to this place. Through conversation, you found out that your father was baptized here as a three-year-old child. And then, remembering throughout your life, you would come every year to the Grace Pumpkin Patch 
showing up year after year as a little girl, as you grew up, stepping foot on the grounds of the place that would eventually be the place where you, Sydney, would be marked as Christ's own forever. These kinds of stories can't be made up. It's so unique and so special. And it's your story. And the story that God has written for you. Coming full circle today at this little parish on Lang Street. So, Ethan and Sydney, what you have done for me today is you have given me hope. Hope to watch each of you grow in the life of faith, and there is no greater privilege as a priest. You've also given me hope that by saying yes to God in this moment, the life of faith won't just be something to aspire to do one day when you have time. But you have said, this is important enough for me to do, week in and week out. It's worth it. And more importantly, you want to live the way that Jesus did, loving God and loving your neighbor. Every person that God sends to grace is special every single person. And I will say this morning, both of you are a blessing to me and to this church. And as you say yes to God in the moment of your baptism, and as you are marked as Christ's own forever, you also say yes to this little parish on Lang Street, a beacon for so many. You claim it as your own. You're ours, and we are yours. And we do this today surrounded by the saints of God who have passed on and those who are also present with us in this room. And as your priest and as your church family, we give you to God, and we hold you up as the treasures which you are. And we trust that our good God is ushering you into the life of faith for all of your days. Amen. May the Lord, mighty Lord, bless and keep you forever. Granting peace, perfect peace, courage in every endeavor.
and keep you forever. And the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, and all the communion of saints rest upon you this day and always. Amen.